Hello, welcome to the Tired Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to the Exorcist Bustard. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today, we're going to be looking at the tournament results from around the world and discussing what those lists are and who played them and what they might mean in the Age of Sigma Stat Center. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Love hearts, emojis. Let's get in. Uh, it's really nice seeing you all. Thanks for joining us in the Twitch chat. Big love. I saw a couple of you subscribe. Uh, Crazy Horse, thank you for the gift subscriptions as well yesterday. That's appreciated. And Dan Brooke. Um, um, uh, David Dog, I didn't get that uh, tweet, um, but that's something I'll maybe talk about at the end. Sure. Hello, Lex. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, I hope you're all well. Dijin, I lost my voice completely after the day of gaming. Yeah, I hear it. Yes. Hawkeye in the chat. Um, morning, Dud Life. Um, on a site visit bunny near Nottingham and the thunder's rolling in, hiding in the woods. Yeah, it's it's just started raining. Uh, thanks everyone for the love about the streams yesterday. Very much appreciated. Don't forget we've got two streams this weekend coming. Um, and then tonight we've got two band shows before the Age of Sigmar show. And what? Like, I wish I wasn't quite so wrecked in the voice because my enthusiasm is unparalleled. We've got Kragnos release. We've got the Warhammer Plus thing to break down, which is pure spice center talk. We've got um, the fact that Alariel seems to have been co-opted inside the Kragnos book, which is wild. Like, there's so much stuff to talk about later that's, like, not tournament results, but we'll do that later tonight. So, today, we're doing, right now, tournament results. Tonight, um, the two band shows for the two different uh, matches for this weekend, and then all the Warhammer news later on to see what Nathan Prescott thinks about it all. That's pretty good. Yeah? It's going to be really good. I joined the show for the enthusiasm, obviously, says a reaper. <laughs> um, right, so it's lovely uh, It's lovely seeing you all. Thanks here. Owen's obviously not here today. Super busy with work at the minute. Um, with events and things opening up, that's one of the things he really wo- he works on. He's super busy, so he's been away today. But huge shout out to him because he did all the show notes for me, so I didn't have to do it. So uh, even though he's not here, he's the angel at our backs he is the giant whose shoulders we stand upon uh, to move forward. So it's going to be really exciting. And I'm glad you're here, podcast bros. Thanks for staying hydrated. Um, uh, care home workers, thanks for listening in. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, YouTubers, thanks for being thugs. Um, uh, it's been really nice. Right, so tournament results. Pretty exciting tournament results. This weekend, also wearing grey. Can we just talk about that for a moment? I'm wearing my Rage of Sigma t-shirt, and I'm just super happy. Right. Tournament results this weekend been pretty exciting. Because, da-da-da-da-da-da, there was the, the New Zealand Masters that happened this weekend, uh, which was very exciting. Oh, no, I've messed this up. Hold on, hold on, one second, lads. Let me just get this in. Um, oh, flip. I, did, I thought I'd sorted it, but I haven't sorted it. Someone help me out. Um, there we go. There we go. Right, now we can do it. Easy. Right, let's get this together. This is a fucking mess. Right. <laughs> right. <coughs> anyway. <coughs> so, uh, let's talk about the list. The New Zealand's Masters was this weekend. The gorgeous. Thanks, Kill Panic, for subscribing. Uh, the uh, New Zealand's Masters was this weekend, which was 14 players. I sometimes call that the Australian Masters. Because, of course, uh, it was run by the wonderful Jimmy the Page, who's the current CanCon champion. What a legend. Five games hanging out in Hamilton, New Zealand. Now, 
I don't really need to talk about these two guys. If you haven't listened to Notorious, Jimmy Connors, thanks for resubscribing. Use small words for me, please. Uh, yeah, I'm on it. Um, I, you don't really need me to talk about the Notorious uh, crew out in New Zealand, but Notorious Age of Sigma, they've got a podcast, uh, Sean and Sean. You guys should go and listen to it. The New Zealand bros have got like some really solid Warhammer chops. They they uh, play really hard. They play really well. They travel. Uh, it's a small community. They play a lot. I had Aiden on the show. What a lovely man. Talking about their community and, and kind of the teams and everyone getting together. And they play some really, really solid Warhammer. Um, oh, Diadrain, thanks for donating £5 pounds to the show. It's very much appreciated, but don't worry, you don't have to. But huge love. And I hope you enjoyed your um, the Warhammer gaming yesterday. So Sean took the event out. Now, we did the list review show on Friday. And the list on the, in the list review... Uh, in the list review show Friday, one of the things we talked about was, or one of the things I said, so I'm going to eat myself some humble pie, is that I don't really rate techless in Lumineth Realm Lords. Now, Sean's made me look like a complete mug, and he's gone and won the event 5-0 and with a pretty tough, pretty tough, like, path to victory, ultimately. So let's look at his, well, let's talk about his path to victory. So he's the only player to go 5-0. and He beat Barak Ziffling KO at the start, which I think is a good play. Um, he beat More Tribes Blood Gullet. He beat Overlords Barrett Mornar, which is against his own friend, Sean. Um, I think he's probably friends with everyone, but like, whatever. Uh, he then beat uh, IDK Dom Hain, and he beat Bo. Bo, who already ended up taking an event out very recently. So uh, Bo's got some real chops as well. That Eidneth Deepkin list as well is very, very solid. And then he ended up beating Seraphon Thunder Lizard in the final round. So, like, really, really good numbers, uh, ultimately. Let's go look at the list. Uh, the list you're looking at there is the wrong list. So, he's got Lumineth Realm Lords in Sire, of course. Um, I was listening to a show the other day, and they were like, oh, yeah, the most popular ones are your Metrica. And I was like, fucking world are you living in? But that's just me being, that's just me complaining because I'm tired. Apologies, everyone. Um, these are from New Zealand, yeah. So, this is where it is. So, this is uh, Sire. Uh, and he's got Teclis, he's got the Cathalar, and then he's got the Aurelan Legion, and then he's got 20 Wardens, two lots of 10 Wardens, and then he's got 30 Sentinels, one, two, three, 30 Sentinels. Now, this is in no way different. The the um, the Cathalar's the General, got Command Trait, Go Narragans, got Perfect Blade. Like, none of this is different to what you see. However, sometimes you'll see yourself a pocket unit of Dawn Riders, like a unit of five. Sometimes you see people go for two bricks of uh, 20 wardens, sometimes 30 wardens, which I think is a little bit over the top. However, um, Sean has mixed this up, and things I don't normally see. I always see the spell portal, and then I see the rest of the points, so the 100 points you can see spent there, on another unit, or try to get another unit in. One of the things that I think he's done, which is very interesting here, is he's gone... Not for many, not for a lot less bodies, but he's really committed to having the twin stones and the rune of petrification. Um, now I've asked Sean if he's going to come on the show. He's going to talk about the event, and he said he's willing to because he's such a legend. So that'll be really great having him on. Uh, we've had him on before. I'd love to hear his thoughts, and I'd love to hear how he played with Teclis. One of the things I talk about with Teclis a lot is that no one plays him particularly aggro he's like 600 points who sits back doing nothing i wonder if he ended up putting the rune of petrification on him running him forward using the eighth of the quartz uh, to be able to um increase his save and just make him that mu much more defensive so that other people can try and engage with him a bit like what we saw tubsy talk about with his monar list where he puts his ironclad forward using those reroll saves kind of use them to tank 
very much like we saw at the weekend uh, or the the coverage yesterday, the way Marathi is thrown forward. So you're dealing with that, and instead of dealing with like the rest of the army. So, um, oh, is Sanctum the defensive one? Thanks, Halalex. Uh, he used it on the rune on the tables. Okay. Uh, well, uh, then I'm wrong. <laughs> well, that's why I'm going to have him on the show. I'm going to have him on the show. That's the important questions I want to ask. Why the Twin Stones and why the Rune of Petrification? Why are they in there? I understand the Twin Stones because obviously it makes all your casting that much more reliable. And if we look at his like spell loadout, he's obviously running against... He's running Lambent Light, so we get those re-rolls to hit from the Sentinels. He's also got Ethereal, but of course he's got Total Eclipse to make in all of your stuff... Um, whatever the right word is so yeah um so making your command points have to be doubled that's what i mean smashing it i'm getting in i'm getting in now this is only show one of four gents so i'm just building it up uh so uh there we go <sighs> okay but i mean very exciting for sean and i think very exciting actually in a tough field to talk about him doing quite well one of the things i will say he played against zifflin almost no counter magic played against bug got it Pretty much no counter magic. Mornar, pretty much no counter magic. Uh, Dom Hine, almost no counter magic. And then Thunder Lizard. So that was really the only like tough, like he might have to roll dice sort of situation. And I think that's quite cool. Um, Bo in second place have, has got a fairly standard list. I'd say, <coughs> sorry everyone, my throat's pretty wrecked. Um, uh, and then he's got uh, <laughs> Volturnus, he's got Soulscryer, Soulscryer. And then he's got two lots of six. Uh, Morsar guard and he's got three lots of three defensive guard and then he's got the Leviathan and uh, we've seen Bo do really well with this list before so I'm really excited for him uh, to keep uh, that up we've talked about this lists similar to this time and time again ever since we've had the release of a Broken Realms Marathi uh, these Leviathans making it into almost all the lists and then doubling up with the Ishland guard really really well so um, a really top play the uh, uh, the bracket for this if I just go back and uh, just talk about this for a second. Um, uh, so uh, Bo was the only person to go 4-1. And then in that kind of 3-1-1 three, uh, one, one bracket with Sean, Stephen Morris um, in there as well. So that's the kind of bracket that we goes in. Uh, we did call it. Uh, well, Smorgan, did we call it? You called it. Smorgan said he was either coming first or last. I think is what Smorgan said. I think I was shouting. Did I talk about Bo? I thought it was about Bo. Anyway. Um, uh, a really exciting um, tournament and I can't wait to have those guys on to talk about it and also shout out to Jimmy for running the event and shout out to everyone in New Zealand uh, a really great community I mean I think most people in the world want to travel to New Zealand anyway there's the added bonus that I'd like to go to New Zealand and play Warhammer with all these guys and girls so like that would be great uh, so uh, in Poland uh, over in Poland Generals War 41 um, so the uh, two, three people, it was just a one-dayer, one-dayer, uh, three games. Um, it was 22 players, it was Warsaw in Poland. The TO was Uncle Kayoshi, uh, so big shout-out to him. Now, the winner was Michael Hussman with his Seraphon Fangs of Sotek. And then in second place was Pieter Kukowski. Uh, and then third was Ryan Alguis with his Disciples of Zinch. And, and Pieter was running his Daughters of Cain. And I think... There's a lot to break down about these three lists. Uh, the Seraphon list is... Um, a, it, now, we saw Seraphon play. We saw the lovely Tom play at the Super Series yesterday. And it, happened, it didn't happen to do great. And that's okay. That happens. And I think one of the reasons we could talk about why... I'm going to break down some of those games into smaller videos and really have a conversation about what went wrong necessarily. And I think one of the things here is 
is looking at what's in this list and how it different it differs. So yeah, having big bricks of skinks is really really good. But when you're screen screening with your your output unit, you're in a real problem. So those two units of ten skinks that you see here, they're lovely. They're lovely for just screening off controlling board space, meaning that your big hitters in the salamanders, the forty skinks, and then also obviously croak can do some really solid work. Now, what I really like about this list is its is its projection ability. So instead of just sitting inside a castle and trying to alpha off with forty skinks, one of the things that I think's um, uh, one of the things that I think is really really nice about this list is he's got croak in there and he doubles up super well. He's obviously got the combo, the Astroth Banabera and the Bellwind Vortex, but he combos up really nice with the Skink Oracle on Troglodon, where you can cast the spells through him, extending the range even more for um uh, for croak one of the things you tend to see with croak is he's played quite defensively so he's at the back of the board and unless your enemy engages with you you can't really like you can't really use him like his full potential and you've spent a lot of points close to close to four to five hundred points when you count in the um the astroth banner bearer who you've paid for and you've also paid for the bellwind vortex and the saurus guard in fact 500 points definitely you paid for it so why not just kind of commit a little bit more and use the skin coracle on troglodon to extend that range i think that that's actually really really nice um and gives you some options and it means you can kind of push your army forward and then the croak's still at the back but his range is keeps being extended i think that that's i think it's a really good pick is what i'm going to say um yeah, more like 600. Yeah, Crazy Horse. Uh, yeah, agreed with that. Um, uh, looks like forward to getting some free tutorial when discussing my Seraphon. Sandpit Turtle! Yes, Tom. Uh, Tom, by the way, a treasure. He bought us uh, a hamper with some stuff inside and some jams. Wore his dinosaur outfit and dinosaur socks while playing his Seraphon. Completely in the spirit of how I like seeing Warhammer events played. A, a truly beautiful person. Uh, so, yeah, what just, just a great human being. The other nice thing about this particular list that we're talking about here, this Seraphon list, is he included the Knight Encanter. So there's that auto unbind, which I think is really, really nice against clutch spells. And then it's been carried in with the Everblaze Comet, which is really destructive. And it really shows you how cheap everything in the Seraphon list is. Because that's another because what he's done is he's committed into the Croak build. Now, one of the things you tend to see is the Croak build ends up having um it's just its core. Bellwind Vortex, Croak, and then uh, the Astroth Banner Bearer. This has not stripped it back. Oh, sorry, and the Saurus Guard. This hasn't stripped it back. He's gone, cool. This is some really good damage. I'm going to really add into this. So I'm going to add the Skink uh, uh, Oracle on Troglodon. I'm going to add in uh, the Night Encanter with the Everblaze Comet. I'm going to add all those in. So when I start doing uh, Celestial Deliverance, I'm going to drop down um, the Comet, and I'm just going to do AoE damage. It's rough. And I think it's really cool. Um, I really like this list. Now, uh, the this list, this list, this list. I was talking to Tom yesterday, Morsley, from the Marauders. Um, and we saw Henrik run this list. We've seen this list played on TTS as well. So we saw him played. Again, I can't stress enough how much this is like one of the top meta lists in Age of Sigmar at the moment. And just how good it is. But it's very good. So um, this was 3-0. So Piotr um, took this to uh, a 3-0 victory in this one day. Now this is Calibron and this is Daughters of Cain. Uh, it's got Marathi in, of course. 
has got the blood ramp reducer, and the blood ramp reducer is the general, which means he's not having to produce any screens. He's not having to spend like 300 points on 3 units of 10 witch elves. I personally think that that's a good play. I really like Henrik's list yesterday. That had 3 units of 10 witch elves in. This version doesn't. It has, as battle line, 20 bloodstalkers, 10 bloodstalkers, and then uh, 9 uh, shadow stonkers, and then it's got the Vipiric Guard and the Bloodracked Viper in there as well so it's an even smaller it's a lower drop i think one of the things about some of the daughters of king lists that we've seen they've been higher drops that not necessarily getting the choice one of the things uh uh is just how potent this is and especially this particular build because this is no fat this is just output all the time which i think might be problematic everything i just said about the seraphon list and talking about tom's list from the weekend where it didn't have those two units of 10 skinks to trade with on objectives couldn't put 10 there and make you have to take them off to grab the objective we talked we'll talk about trading more in another video you just don't really have that option this list also doesn't really have that option and that's the difference between henrik's list and this list but this is raw output it doesn't need to trade because it gets the opportunity to go first and its threat range is huge it's got marathi it can just throw at you turn one it's obviously in calibron so it's got a teleport which is different to hagnoir which is built to be more defensive in this this is built for pure offense just throws marathi at you and then there's 20 bloodstalkers they are shooting twice so that now is 40 shots in the hero phase at 24 inches and 40 shots in the shooting phase at 24 inches after they've moved another eight its threat range is bonkers and its output is insane the only issue is is if you can charge it early or you can get at it because it isn't going to be able to defend itself from deep strikes or alpha strikes particularly well the alpha strike protection is from its low drop but it's really good and everything in there is great shadow stalkers are an amazing unit they're just great the only thing i will say about it is i just think it's a little light on units to control board space right so i think it plays this will play really really well into loads of battle plans and then scorched earth might be a conversation about playing this but Piotr's going to do really well with this and in the future that bloodstalker marathi combination is something you're going to have to watch out for and try and work out how you're going to deal with it uh answers on a postcard please to the tsn reader <laughs> if you know how to deal with it just send me a just drop me a voice note just say look rob this is the way you deal with it um it's really good uh and then in third place but still a three and zero in this bracket was a chain host eternal conflagration list of course um with 20 pink horrors in a big brick which i quite like six flamers three flamers three flamers and if tom's still in the chat he uh, obviously doesn't want anyone to talk about flamers again for the rest of his life uh but yeah those flamers we saw played so well yesterday by zinch mike i gotta say zinch mike's game was it his third game yesterday um, where he ended up moving? He played against Rick with his Sons of Behemoth where he ended up taking the center board space on Scorched Earth. It was just a beautiful a beautiful watch. He just played a beautiful game. It was a really fascinating match. Uh, similarly, this is, this, is, this is basically the same loadout. It opposed, apart from the Pink Horrors have been split up into two units of 10 and instead this is one brick of 20, which works really nice with Fold Reality, of course. Super well. And it, yeah, it's it's a really nice like pick. So yeah, that is all of the events that happened at the weekend that I know of or that Owen's written up for me here. Uh, so then upcoming events that we have is this weekend there is the Super Series, Super Series Genesis weekend. So we have two more matches from our round one. And then what the winners of those two matches are going to define who becomes 
the uh, who's going to go into the semi-finals, which is going to be really exciting. So um, looking forward to that. Uh, and I'm sure there are more events coming up around the world in the future, but those are the most immediate ones. Um, so anyone got any questions uh, before uh, I head out today? I am going to... I'm going to make it a shorter one today, just to... Uh, the bands are either at 6pm UK time or 6.30, around there. Either just before the Age of Sigmar show on the Honest War Gamer, or later. And don't forget, they'll all be on the T-Sports network, for you to watch it. Uh, did I mention Little Bo Peep Heat 2? No, sir, it wasn't put in. Um, I'm sorry, I, it wasn't put in the show notes. But I promise I'll go look at it uh, after, and then I'll put it in the show notes for next week. I promise, if that helps. Um, any questions? Any questions? Uh, tied up stone horns ate loads of snakes oh uh, you played it uh, avoid the matchup thanks uh, I beat oh so, so JP said he beat did you end up beating the Doors of Cain list I beat this this weekend with Severith okay JP I like hearing that uh, Hawkeye in the chat who's running the big war list that we saw playing all weekend an absolutely lovely fella uh, I would have liked to have gone up against Henrik's list yesterday it would have been a good fight I agree I agree I think that would have been really good um, I really like Big War, but I really like the smashing and bashing mechanic. Like you can see it missing sometimes, which is uh, uh, sad. Uh, oh yes, and also there was a one dayer at the Just Play event this weekend. Uh, sorry that we didn't get that Warhammer Rob, who ended up he take taking it out. One of our stats crew took the event out. So uh, big shout out to the Honest War Gamer team. There, well done, Rob. Really proud of you. Um, Talk tonight about it. Okay, have we talked about the new kits uh, for Broken Realms already? No. So we're going to do all that tonight. All of that tonight on the Age of Sigmar show. So that'll be good. So let's do that. So don't forget, that'll be me and the boys. Then we can get into it. The nitty gritty. Deviant Doc's question. We can get into Kragnos. We can get into the rules. We can get into the pre-order. The fact that the Age of Sigmar 3 box set is being opened this Saturday. It's called Dominion. Uh, and they're doing a live stream reveal of it on at 6pm. Specifically... To mess with the Super Series event. They scheduled it on purpose. Um, who knows. Uh, and we'll talk about all of that stuff later. So it's been lovely talking to you all. Thank you very much. Thanks to YouTube Thugs. Thanks to everyone on the podcast. Stay hydrated. And of course, thanks to everyone in the Twitch chat. You guys are great. Um, uh, we'll see you guys later. Lots of shows today. Um, so, uh, well, yeah. Just keep your eyes, eyes and ears open. Yes. Just follow the Twitter. That's where... Like, sometimes we post on Facebook and other stuff, but Twitter is just where we post everything. So follow either the Honest War Game or the T-Sports Network, and that's where you'll see what we're doing. And that's the best way to do it. So uh, do that. Let's go raid someone. Let's go raid some... Let's go Let's go, Let's go. go raid some Some young f <coughs> fellow. <coughs> um, oh, who can we raid? Who can we raid today is a real question. Um... <laughs> we'll see you guys later you've been oh here we go let's go do this let's go make someone happy um yeah uh, bring all your questions and your hot goss later looking forward to it uh, and i love you all for being here and i'll talk to you soon goodbye